Interacting with patients on a daily basis exposes you, your employees, and your practice to professional liability. But who exactly needs medical malpractice insurance? And what's the best way to cover them? Today, we're going to talk about the who, what, when, and how of malpractice insurance so that you can make sure that you, your practice, and your team are protected. Welcome to Malpractice Insights, the show dedicated to helping healthcare professionals understand medical malpractice insurance and providing you with the solutions you need so that you can get back to the work of practicing good medicine. My name is Jennifer Wiggins, CEO of Aegis Malpractice Solutions, and I'm so glad you've joined us today. If you are new to our channel, welcome. We're so glad you're here. We release a new episode every week, both on YouTube and your favorite podcast streaming platform. So be sure to like and subscribe to stay connected. Just a quick reminder, though, before we jump in, we're here to provide general information on medical malpractice insurance and related topics, but not specific legal or insurance advice. So if you have a question about your practice or individual coverage needs, be sure to ask your agent or legal advisor or contact us at aegismalpractice.com. That's A-E-G-I-S malpractice.com. We'd be happy to help. So who needs malpractice insurance? Generally, any provider of healthcare services or anyone that provides direct or indirect patient care will need coverage. This includes doctors, Advanced practitioners, such as physician's assistants, nurse practitioners, CRNAs, and midwives. It also includes allied nursing staff and all of their affiliated entities. Medical students, residents, and fellows will also need coverage while they're in training as well. In most states, it's mandatory for doctors to carry malpractice insurance. Furthermore, many hospitals will require it in order for you to have privileges at their facilities. It's also common for healthcare insurance plans to require any doctor who participates in their program to have malpractice insurance. Bottom line, it's wise to carry malpractice insurance whether it's required of you or not due to the likelihood of you potentially having a malpractice claim sometime in your career. So let's talk about how to do it. When you're working with a malpractice insurance agent to get quotes, you'll need to decide on the who, what, when, and how. So let's break it down. First, the who. So who needs to be insured? All healthcare providers and the practice itself. In the event of a malpractice claim, many people can be named, including the name on the door, which is the corporation. Corporate coverage is a frequently overlooked item when it comes to determining who needs to be insured. Your practice has vicarious liability exposure, which means that it is responsible for the actions of anyone working on its behalf. That includes you, your staff, or any independent contractors that you have working for you. Make sure that all legal business names are covered under your malpractice policy. This includes DBAs or any legal entity name that might be affiliated with your practice. So next, let's move on to the what. So what kind of coverage do they need? 
There are two types of malpractice insurance that you can buy, claims made or occurrence. If you have an occurrence policy, your malpractice coverage is triggered based on when the incident actually occurred. If you have a claims made policy, your malpractice coverage is triggered based on when the claim is made against you. If you need a refresher on the differences between these two policy types, we have a full episode that's jam-packed with information for you. So check the show notes or that description box below where we'll link that episode for you to take a look at. It's definitely one that you'll want to catch. So once we've decided which policy type you want, it's generally recommended that everyone in the practice carry the same policy type. Now, you don't have to do it this way, and most insurance carriers will let you mix policy types in the practice, but for administration purposes, it's easier for you and your CEO or your business manager if everyone has the same kind of coverage. So when you're obtaining quotes, be sure to look at coverage options for both claims made and occurrence to determine which one is right for your practice. Now let's move on to when. So when should you be insured? Well, this one's pretty straightforward. You should be insured starting on the first day that you'll be seeing patients or rendering any professional medical services. You should maintain coverage throughout the duration of your time working, keeping your policy active all the way until your last day of practice. And don't cancel it until the day after you've seen your last patient. Most malpractice policies will run until midnight, so if your last day seeing patients was on December 1st, don't cancel your insurance until December 2nd. And finally, the how. So how should you cover everyone in your practice? Well, after we've determined who needs to be insured, what type of policy you want for them, and when the coverage starts, then you'll need to decide in what capacity should they be covered. There are two options for this. They can be insured individually, or they can be insured under a shared policy. Individual coverage gives the named insured their own policy and set of limits, which means the policy is for them and them alone. Shared limit coverage means that multiple people are covered under one policy, and they share the same policy limit. It's generally recommended, and in some states required, that every doctor carry their own individual malpractice policy. But depending on the employment arrangement, it's possible for a doctor to be covered under a shared policy as well. Advanced practitioners can also be insured on either an individual basis or on a shared basis. Individual policies provide the most robust coverage since it gives the named insured their own carved out insurance, but obviously there will be a cost associated with it. Shared limit policies will spread out the insurance coverage to include more people, so it is a more cost-effective option for many business owners. The model that we see most often with independent practices is for each doctor to carry their own malpractice insurance, and then the practice carries a shared limit policy to cover all of the employees working under it. However, depending on the size and the scope of your practice, you may want to carve out one or more employees if you have a large team, or if you have specific individuals who are maybe doing some higher risk procedures. 
So talk to your agent to determine the best model for your practice. If you have any questions on this topic or want to make sure that you're covered appropriately, click the link in the description box below where you can connect with us via phone, email, or chat today. And if you're listening, please visit us online at aegismalpractice.com. That's A-E-G-I-S malpractice.com. We have some great episodes lined up for you in the next few weeks. I hope you found this one helpful. If so, could you do me a favor and give us a like and leave a review and be sure to subscribe to our show so that you can catch our next installment of Malpractice Insights, where we're dedicated to helping you understand medical malpractice insurance and providing you with the solutions you need so that you can get back to the work of practicing good medicine. This is Jennifer Wiggins. Thanks for joining us.